My grandfather died shortly after, in December 1947, but she stayed on to look after Grandma. After Grandma's death, she remained in Long Bennington for the rest of her active life. She is remembered in the village. If you had a loose tooth, Miss Blower would pull it out for you. My grandmother was bad-tempered, but her home, a small red-brick pantiled Georgian farmhouse called Bryn, was wonderful to a suburban city child, and Auntie Phil was an excellent aunt. Bryn means hill in Welsh, and Long Bennington is one of the longest and flattest villages in England. The farm a few hundred yards along the road is slightly more appropriately called Valley Farm. She taught us to peg rugs and to sew and to do French knitting and to make lavender bags and to thread bead necklaces and to bake rock cakes and coconut fingers and to play patience. She let us run wild in the field at the back of the house during the day and in the evenings she played card and board games with us or sat with us hour after hour as we did jigsaws on the gate-leg table in the front room. Bryn, as she grew older, became so cluttered with objects from the distant past and from more recent car boot sales that it was hard to find a clear surface, but for a jigsaw she could make room. The dark cubbyhole under the back stairs was stuffed with all manner of junk and treasures, including dozens of old jigsaws piled up in their battered cardboard boxes. I inherited some of them and brought them to Somerset, but they're all gone now, to their own car boot sales. For two or three decades, while I was an undergraduate, and then as a young mother trying to work in all the spare hours I could find, I was too busy for puzzles and games and pastimes. There wasn't space, there wasn't time, and in the evenings I was too tired. We sometimes played cards on family holidays, but I thought I had put childish games behind me forever. I don't recall that I did any jigsaws during those middle years, but maybe my memory betrays me here, for it has recently been pointed out to me by Danny Hahn that I mentioned jigsaws very specifically in my novel The Millstone, which was published in 1965 and written while I was expecting my third child, Joe. Danny claims that he first read this novel in the Australian Outback by candlelight in 2007, which is odd, because that is where son Joe claims to have read it too, two decades earlier, in 1987. Maybe the Australian outback is full of old copies of the millstone. It is true that there is an extended reference in the novel to this motif, as narrator Rosamond takes to jigsaws in the later stages of pregnancy and describes them as therapeutic. One can, if one tries, buy extremely complicated jigsaw puzzles with a thousand interlocking pieces and pictures by old masters or of ships at sea and heaven knows what, also puzzles in the shape of maps of Europe, square puzzles, circular puzzles, star-shaped puzzles, reversible puzzles, anything one can imagine in the way of puzzles. When I went to bed I would dream not of George, nor of babies locked away from me where I couldn't feed them, nor even of childbirth, but of pieces of blue sky edged with bits of tree or small blue irregular shapes composing the cloak of the Virgin Mary. There is also, I note, some attempt to contrast the jigsaw puzzle mind of the narrator, who is writing a doctoral thesis, with the carefree creative pretensions of her friend Lydia, who is trying to write a novel. I must have been wondering which of these characters I wanted to be. 
Many jigsaw puzzlers reveal a degree of anxiety about their hobby, fearing it reveals a neurosis that might expose them to hostile analysis. Do they do puzzles because they're lonely, like the orphaned heroine of Elizabeth Bowen's The Death of the Heart, who dutifully works on pictures of aeroplanes given to her by an equally lonely and much older family friend? Or because they are dyslexic or autistic and no good at fireside conversation? Or because they are timid, uncreative and imitative, satisfied with reconstructing the ready-made, like would-be artists who prefer to paint by numbers? Or because they know that jigsaws are designed to waste time, and that the killing of time is, as Daniel Defoe said, the worst of murders? I had completely forgotten that I had written about the subject until Danny reminded me. It must be an old obsession. According to their chronicler, Anna Funder, the puzzle women of Nuremberg, who work on the shredded security files of the East German Stasi,